Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Katie's Crib. Um, today we're talking about anxiety, which comes in many forms from your everyday stress, which a lot of us know about, from worries and fears about, you know, planning like a big party or a meeting at work to actual intense debilitating disorder that can completely disrupt your life. This obviously, it doesn't change when you're a mom. Anxiety can pop up in many ways, and we've talked about postpartum anxiety a little bit on this podcast before, but in this episode, we're going to talk about anxiety in pretty broad, excuse me, terms. Um, You know, that overwhelming feeling that seems to permeate through our lives as parents and in our kids and in the world, which is pretty interesting right now. Yes. Around us. My guest today is the exceptional Aw. Busy Phillips. Stop it. I love you. <laughs> I love you more. And what's crazy is that we're not recording today in my house, in Katie's crib, which no. is where I usually record because Busy Phillips is soups fancy now. We're in Busy's crib. We're in Busy's crib at Busy Tonight. There's all this amazing Busy Tonight shit around Aww. and I'm obsessed with I can't wait for show. you to come be a guest on my show. I can't wait. I can't, I'm so excited. Because then we have to tell people how we met. It'll be the best. We are, I'm not going to I don't want to tell about okay, the podcast. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I want to save it for We're my show. Fun. I'm so... I'm, <laughs> Your show versus I'm my so show. I'm so possessive. Well, I bet they're different audiences, <laughs> but still No, I bet you have crossover. You know, I had really horrible postpartum uh, anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. 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 And I didn't know what it was. And I was with Birdie. I was the oh, I was the first one of any of us to have kids. You were so young. I like, was I a can't baby. Even fucking believe you did that. I know. I was twenty. I had twenty nine. How did you even know you wanted to be a mom? I didn't. I mean, you are a baby whisperer. You are a baby person. Yeah. Busy does have 
like strong baby. I don't know what that is. You just see a baby. You remember I love their a faces. Baby. Love a baby. I love a baby. I love a baby more than I love a person. Here's the here's the truth. You know what I think I'm gonna do? What? I think I'm gonna start volunteering, uh, holding babies at the NICU. You need to do that. I need you have to do a great it. Great energy for that. Like just, you have fucking time. I know. Well, I'm listen, sorry. You're producing, honestly. starring in the first female to have a late night talk show that's four nights a week. You guys, it's just a little bit of a. Big I'm time. not the first one, but I'm mm. the only one right now. You're the only one doing. Yeah, I'm the only one right now, but um, I'm not the first one. But um, it is a big deal. Um, okay, so here's here's what happened to me when I had Birdie. I was 20. Yeah, I had just turned 29. Um, we hastily decided to get, to try to have a baby. Um, the conversation was the writer's strike was about to happen in Los Angeles. This was in 2007. Um, the writer's strike was about to happen in Los Angeles. I was not working on a television show. And you were married I, to a writer. I was married to a writer and we knew we would have extra time on our hands and that he wouldn't be working and that I wouldn't be able, like there wouldn't be a pilot season really. And so it seems like, why don't we try? And I remember the conversation with Mark and he was like, well, I'm 36 and I've never accidentally gotten someone pregnant before. I don't even know how long it would take or whatever. And I was pregnant the next month. Mm. So it worked well. It worked well. It worked real well. Yeah. I got pregnant on Thanksgiving. I know like the day I got pregnant. Is that so weird? After the Thanksgiving meal? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did it. I'm impressed because that's probably the last fucking thing on this earth I would want to do after eating Thanksgiving is have sex with my husband. I tag Well, yeah. I mean, I get that. I But also you were 28. Was, so yeah. like shit was yeah, different. Yeah, diff things were different. I, uh, I, um, I write about it in my book. I am one of the people I felt implantation. I woke up in the middle of the night. It's so crazy. No, I woke up in the middle of the night it. and it felt like a lightning bolt in my gut. And I like took a huge breath and Mark was like, are you okay? And I was like, I just got pregnant. Did you feel it for cricket? <laughs> no, I wasn't paying attention. Maybe it's birdie of it all. Birdie is a very, is it? Maybe is a lightning the force. Bolt. Like she, is, the force. she is truly a lightning bolt. She really, really, truly is. So anyway, so then after she was born, I was, uh, mess like um all of these things like I had had anxiety when I was a kid and I didn't really I didn't ever have it diagnosed when I was a kid racing thoughts unable to sleep laying in bed paralyzed by fear like all these kinds of things and I didn't you never um, your parents never took you to a therapist or anything. I went to a, I went to a therapist I just that was never part of the diagnosis it's so weird but you have images and memories from your childhood yes. of just Fear, Spinning crippling, out. yes, crippling fear. I would go through, like, systematically go through every person who was close to me and imagining, like, how they could die. What you, you know, I just would do. I have that now. Sometimes. Oh yeah, me it's too. Terrible. I'm in therapy right now for anxiety because I don't know what happened. But ever since I had a baby, I'm just everyone's gonna die all the time. Yeah, it's I mean that so is the truth. <laughs> it's the 100 percent the truth. But I'm so aware of this cyclical life like, death thing. Yeah, I have like a crazy thing too. And you hear stories and the, you know, you or whatever and the internet, like all of these things, right? Like like are compounding our feelings of this anxiety. But I do I have moments of like where I get lightheaded sometimes. Like just we were parked um in front of a restaurant on Beverly and Mark was taking our little one cricket who's five out of the car on the driver's side. So like on the street side. Sorry. And 
just like a huge truck passed. She was fine. He was fine. But like, I had that, like, I saw the whole thing. Like, do you know what I mean? And you saw your life flash before your eyes. Totally. They were fine. Like they didn't, they didn't clock it at all. Um, but yeah, so I have always had those kinds of things. And after Birdie was born, it was just, first of all, I was, um, I felt very alone in my baby rearing. Um, you didn't have many friends that were pregnant at the same time. I didn't have many friends who had babies. Uh, my friend Michelle had had a baby a few years earlier, but she lived in New York. Um, I felt very much alone here friend-wise, but then also, like, I felt very alone in my marriage. And he was really confused about how to be participatory. Sure. And so he kind of just, like, peaced Peace out, Great. which is very common. Sure. And um And anytime I hear anyone who's, like, getting divorced – and they have a kid that's under the age of three. I'm like, yeah, well, okay. Yes. You could put, you can push through it a lot of times. Yeah, you like, know? let's wait a couple of years. I always hear that. Like, don't even entertain the, I always hear that. But it's true that like, let's not even talk about divorce until they're in school. Like I've heard this because yeah. it's like the first years are so fucking hard. And the identity crises that the, that both parents, yeah. whatever they are, go through is like, really fucking challenging yeah. and your relationship is so on the back burner yes even these fucking assholes who are like doing date nights and all this shit which i'm just like in what world i know but like who are you and like know. what are you talking about like my marriage i'm like tomorrow yeah. when's valentine's day I haven't even fucking thought about it yeah oh yeah well valentine's day is not real no but <laughs> also it gets really cute like i'm super excited for valentine's day because have i have a five-year-old and a 10-year-old and like we made um i ordered these little um plastic heart containers online and then we made slime over the weekend like pink and red slime and so like their valentines to all their friends at school are like uh -huh. these little heart containers of slime it's so cute and little bags with glitter it was really fun did you have to go <laughs> get help like after you had birdie or did you struggle with your your well, newly I had, had your anxiety lie dormant since you were a kid and then it sprung out again after you were a mom? Had, no, and I had I had different manifestations of it, of my stress and anxiety, for instance. Like when I was on Dawson's Creek, I developed IBS and spastic colon. And that classic. was classic. It's a classic. <laughs> it's a it's classic, a classic for anyone <laughs> who works in Hollywood. Everyone I know who works in Hollywood has IBS and spastic colon. It's so true. Um, but that like developed when I was like 20 years mm. old. Brutal, um, not good. Brutal, brutal. Um, and did you go to a doctor for that? And someone was like, "This is stress. This is caused by." I stress. did, I did, because I was like shitting blood at one point. Oh, lovely, yeah. so fun, so fun. And then so I was like, "Oh, I'm dying, obviously, at age 24." And the got a colonoscopy, and they're like, "You're not dying. You I got a colonoscopy at 24." Yeah, because what I holy th shit. They were like, "What is happening?" Yeah, they wanted to find out, so they did. A colon. I did all the tests, and then they did a colonoscopy. And like IBS is basically like there's, it means nothing kind of. It just means no, you like you just have to work on diet yes. and stress. It's, like is it's really it? for me, it's just stress. And the only two times I've really been in remission with my IBS and I haven't felt any symptoms are the two times I've been pregnant. Like my whole pregnancy, both times. Pregnancy can really cure some people. Like I know people who have literally been lactose intolerant their entire fucking life. Like they eat a piece of cheese and they're running to the toilet and they were pregnant and oh, they couldn't eat enough cheese and ice cream and fucking Ugh. dairy. And like they were fine. Like you're still, I don't know what that is. I don't either. So you had anxiety after Birdie was born. Yeah, you felt terrible. very alone terrible. in your marriage and in your friends. Mm -hmm. But then I had like, but I had like, 
I have a few things that I specifically remember, a few instances of panic attacks that I specifically remember. I didn't like the idea of somebody else like holding her, taking care of her. I felt like I was the only one that could do it correctly. Oh God, that's so hard. It was so hard. Um, I remember the first time I left, like I had like a, I went back to work when Albie was eight weeks old and I remember having to call in like a night nurse last minute to like Adam was also working and all this stuff and I screaming crying calling my mom I think it's hard also when your family doesn't live here yeah and you have a newborn baby but I was like obsessed with the idea that this person was going to shake my baby to death like it was an idea that I got in my head that she that he was not sleeping through the night and she was going to be super fucking tired and frustrated and angry with him and she was going to fucking shake I was convinced I just didn't trust people so I had a similar experience um with anxiety like that but um we had had a mark had hired like a woman that was like a baby nurse to come in and help me and i hated her intensely you were like get out of here i'm mama bear i'm doing this myself yes and i've had other friends who like my with my set with cricket we i had to go back to shooting cougar town five weeks after she was born so i had this baby nurse hired that came recommended from my friend and i had met her a bunch of times and so i really knew that i was going to like her and i loved her so intensely and i recommended her to a friend of mine with her first kid and she had like i hated her i needed her out out of her house yeah and i think that that is especially with your first child i think that um it is a thing that you can't, it's biological. It's be survival yeah, like it's, instinct. It is. Like when your second kid comes along and you're like, well, we got one, right? So we're good. <laughs> like, yeah. like you're first, a little bit more relaxed because you just because like there's something in your hippocampus or whatever, like something in your brain that's like, you already have one kid, so it'll be fine if you lose this one. I'm not kidding. No, like, it has to be a survival very, very deep, deep level that you are unable to access there has to be something that happens when you have multiple children because with cricket I mean I did do preventatively I did the placenta pills which were supposed to help with like postpartum and postpartum anxiety so I did do that with cricket and I had that baby nurse but I was just like a different mom I was just chill like I just didn't I just all those fears again no I didn't and I just was like I mean I remember like pulling over with Birdie when she was a baby, sobbing hysterically. I'm going to start crying, even though it's been like literally 10 years. Um, sobbing hysterically on the side of the road, like thinking like, what fucking right did I have to have a child? Like, I can't take care of this person. Like, I can't even, I couldn't even like figure out the baby Bjorn at the oh grocery store God. so that I could go grocery shopping with her. I had no help. And I was just like, I can't. Why did I do? Why did I'm not going to do a good job. Why did I think I could do this? Yeah. Um, It was really, really, like, unable to drive. A few times I would get really overwhelmed with fear about driving, and I would have to pull over and, like, either call Mark or call Michelle or, like, call my mom and just – I wouldn't tell my mom what was happening. I would just be like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? What's happening in Arizona? Yeah. And I was just trying to like... Oh my God, for anyone listening who's ever had a panic attack, I'm so sorry. And if you haven't had one, there it's like I've had them before and had to see someone about them, but they're the worst. It's like you're, ha- you, you're convinced you're having a heart attack yeah. and you're going to die. Like yes. your heart hurts you so breathe. bad. You can't breathe at all. You can't catch your breath. You mm-hmm. immediately go to visions of death. I've had panic attacks where I've lost like sight and feeling in the mask of my face. Fucking horrible. Yeah. 
Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. What's keeping you up at night these days, Busy? Oh boy, <laughs> everything. No, well, besides your full-time job it's so and the full-time mom and so, the status of your of the world. Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. How like, do you manage anxiety now? I I manage it now with um high CBD, low THC. Fuck yeah, dude. Um yeah. 
I had prescriptions for Ativan and Xanax for years, and I would always hate to take it because I had one small child and then two small children, and I felt like, well, that's a stupid thing to be knocked out on anyone who's taken Ativan or Xanax knows. It will put an end to your panic attack, but also, like, for me, it leaves me incapacitated. Yeah, like, I'm mother. Like, no, I could I'm, like, in my bed watching Friends, like, for, you know, the right. rest You're of the day. You're not doing school pickup. <laughs> no. Definitely, and I'm not driving my kids anywhere. Right. And so it would make me very nervous to take it, and I would, you know, I'm just one of those people. Like, I'll power through. Power through this panic attack. Like, I'll just I'll muscle suffer. my way. I'll muscle my way. Like, you know, um... But then a couple of years ago, somebody suggested I should that I try the high CBD, low THC gummies. They were gummies for. I have um, not tried those. What? I know. I'll send you some. I have not fucking tried those yet. But what I just tried on like sore muscles is the CBD like cream. rolling oil yeah. and cream. That stuff is incredible. Did you get Lord Jones? Did they send that to it's you? It's Haza Maza or oh, something. Okay. It's incredible. Well, so the gummies have helped. The gummies help immensely and especially like a lot of times I think people you get a lot of those spinning thoughts and the you know it's like a little whirlpool um at night or you know when you're laying down and you can't turn your brain off and I do find that that will help me to just like be able to go to sleep and then I don't feel there's no hangover there's nothing from it there's no drug hangover or anything yeah that's you just like go to sleep just shuts you down need to try that it's amazing it's like truly changed my life are you in therapy now? Yeah, but um, on and I, off. Yeah, because I'm scheduling is a nightmare. Is a nightmare right now. So, but like you're, the, it's there if you need it. Like you've been in and out. Like you've had a healthy relationship with therapy for, for sure a while. for many many years. And she and my therapist was really helpful with all of my birdie stuff and anxiety and my kids stuff and you know. Birdie is at an age now. Oh my God, tell me about this. You have older kids, yeah. and I'm scared. Tell yeah. me what Birdie... It's wild. Like, do you see visions of your own self in Birdie? Like, does... do Are I they see anxious about things? My kids. Like, yeah. And, I mean, they manifest their anxiety in different ways. Um, Birdie has, like, a deep rage um, that I also had when I was a kid um, that my sister definitely had when we were kids. And I recognize it. Um, she's got a deep, deep rage in her. And um, that's scary. Uh, and then a couple years ago in school, she just started having, like in second, halfway through second grade, she started having like real anxiety. I got into, um, I got trolled by the right wing oh, <laughs> for, a, for a tweet a couple years ago that I posted, which is true, which was true, which was that Bertie was like sobbing hysterically in her bed. And I asked her what, was she like wouldn't tell us what was happening and then finally we got it out of her and she said like I'm afraid I'm going to be killed by a gun um and such goosebumps right now so make me cry I mean she was seven yeah she was like seven and people like just made fun of me they're like oh you fucking made it up you stupid like left-wing idiot you're like why the fuck I didn't why would I ever make it up like it's so stupid I remember you coming Izzy is an incredible singer also, and she comes and lovingly also gives her time to my theater company and would sing for audiences for money. Thank you very much for doing that. You're so welcome. But I, I remember you coming once and you had said, you were crying and you said, um, I'm just kind of freaking out right now because I just picked, saw my kids from school or you picked them up today or something. And they had had a, 
like a drill for oh, if yeah, there's they a shooter do. in school. I sure. was like, lockdown excuse drills me, are like, what? Yeah, lockdown drills are like, they're all doing um, And I guess it's similar to... I think it was your first one or something. And you were like, I can't even Shook. believe my kids yeah. are fucking going... Like, how are you supposed to have conversations with your kids that this is a reality, that they're going to go to school and have a drill of where to fucking hide? I know. It freaks me. Now I feel like Birdie is so aware of the world. It is more upsetting to me now for Cricket, like, because she's five and they're just, you know, they'll be, I don't know if they've done one yet at her school. They normally send us an email when they do them. Um, but did you see that? What do they do? What's the drill? I think that they, they go to like the back corners of the classroom. Oh so they go to the bathrooms and they hide. Do you remember doing like the hurricane stuff when we were, I mean, when well, we were kids. I grew up in Arizona, so I didn't do hurricane Oh yeah, stuff. what did you have? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Oh my God, I'm like East Coast. They would teach us to go under our desks, put our head yeah. between our legs and our hands over yeah. our head in case there was bad, you know, hurricane bad or tornado or whatever. Yeah, I mean, in a way, like kids are so resilient and they have, they find a way to both like have a lot of a great deal of logic about things and be able to see things in a, in a very practical way. And in a way that like, I don't think, I think adults have a harder time doing. Does that make sense? Like I totally, um, but I did just see that thing that went viral yesterday. The woman that posted there, they had a real lockdown at her kid's elementary school because of a bomb threat that was called in and the seven year old, when she was getting ready for her bath, oh my God, I'm gonna start crying, oh. had written on her arm, like, love mom and dad, because she just wanted to know, like, if she had been found dead, that her, her parents, parents would, would know, know that she was thinking of them. I mean, fuck. <laughs> it's so stupid. So it's bad. so dumb. It's so dumb that this is the world. I mean, I remember I was in college when Columbine happened. I know. Oh. So I was a freshman, or er, sophomore in college when Columbine happened, and I remember. Like, like going back to my dorm room and watching it and being like, because, you know, the news was so different then. And so it was like sort of roll, the information was rolling in slowly. And I remember thinking like, this won't be bad. Like, this is just like some kids pulling a prank. Like, it'll be fine. And then, you know, it literally since then has only gotten exponentially scarier and scarier. Part of the reason, like, I... I'm very serious about the all girls education for my girls is like, because I feel like it in some way, like in my brain, Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe the chances of them having a school shooting in an all girls school is lower. Yes. Wow. I swear to God, like that's like, I've never thought about that, but that is really smart and a good point. I mean, what did you say to, birdie that night when she was like i'm scared of getting shot like how do you talk to your kids about this shit like i even though she's logical and kids are like what do you say like i mean you comfort them right and we tell her that you know we do the best that we can to make sure she's the safest that she can be and that but that her fears are valid and that she has a right to be scared of those things because of the things that she hears in the world that we live in. Like, I don't want do her try to, to keep stuff. Okay, like, the well, news was on in my childhood every day at yeah. 5 o'clock. You can't do that. You can't, you can't do, that. do that. Like, and we, and we noticed, because like... Because it's also really brutal, yeah. like, what's on. Like, and we scary. noticed, like, there were grandparents visiting and, like, grandparents still love to watch the news, right? And, um... And, uh... This was, like, when there was, like, a threat of nuclear 
There was like a North Korean threat. Oh, like God. I can't remember yeah, what this. A year ago, two, two and a half, a year and a half ago, something like that. And Birdie was so like she was like California's getting hit. Like that's what they're saying. We're gonna there's gonna be a nuclear bomb and California's gonna get hit. And I. I mean, I walked through the things with her and I was like, let's call your other grandfather because he's a nuclear engineer and I'm going to have him explain nice. to you. Yeah. I mean, that was convenient, right? <laughs> he's retired. But like, I, but I was like, I'm going to have him explain to you like what the reality of it is and how this is probably just like a scare tactic. And I tried to just give her all of the facts. Like I'm not a parent. I'm very non-judgmental to anyone else's thing that they want to do with their kids unless you're an anti-vaxxer and then you can go fuck yourself but um um, sorry not sorry um but I try to give Birdie like as much information as I think is appropriate for her to handle at her age but you're not lying to her I don't that's what you're not into you're not into like it's all gonna be fun like I don't think that I do her any like when she was crying about being afraid of being killed by a gun. I don't think I would do her a service as a parent to be like, well, that's never going to happen. Because like, I don't fucking know. I like, you know what I mean? Maybe I'm wrong, but I just want to, I want to tell her like, I want to empower her with enough knowledge and also assure her that we are doing everything that we can to keep Keep her her safe. And that she should do, be proactive in keeping herself safe. Because that's also like, part of the deal like you got to be proactive and keeping yourself safe yep and being aware how do you deal so does she other than that night and being having rage stuff does she also struggle with anxiety either either of your kids and does that yeah she gets we see it like we have to pay close attention to when there are like big things coming up for her like um, and sometimes Mark, Mark and I are getting better at it 10 years in. Nice. <laughs> getting Good. That gives me there. hope because like, oh God. Like we for a long time, her birthday really gives her a lot of anxiety. Like it stresses her out. And for a long time, like. What, like inviting the friends? All of it. Getting just hurt. like the whole thing. Like Oof. all of it is just anxiety creating for her. Wow. A party causes her anxiety. Feel like. She doesn't want people to feel left out. She doesn't, she just genuinely, it like the week before her birthday, every year since she was like three years old, she's been a nightmare. It's like a week, (laughs) it's like a week of just like, like temper tantrums, bad attitude, everything's wrong. And it wasn't until like two years ago, two years ago, maybe three years ago that Mark and I were like, oh, it's her birthday. Her birthday stresses her the, out, okay. and we met. We need to like try to help her. So what's the cure? Because I was like, you know, I also sometimes go into like my parents are great and weird and complicated in their own thing, but occasionally I will slip into like my mom's like 1950s, like you spoil, you're spoiled. I'm canceling your birthday party. Of like I get, you know, like I catch myself doing this. Cool your jets. Like I say, I said cool your jets once, and I was like, okay. Well, now it's happened. Now it's, it's happened. happened. Cool fully, your jets. Fully cool your jets to Birdie. And she's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Something my mom used to say. Um, so, yeah. So now we try to mitigate her stress leading up to her birthday and try to like really like for me, I know that the thing that works best with anxiety is giving voice to the anxiety. Like 
I was having bad anxiety when I was pregnant with Cricket that I was going to have a stillborn baby. Mm. And so, but I was afraid to even talk about it in therapy. Because it would become true or something. Right. Yeah, and classic. so I just like held it in for weeks and weeks and then like was just spinning out in the craziest way. And then finally I screamed at Mark, like, you don't know how it is. I'm carrying a dead baby. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. What ha- what happened? What's happening? How long has this been going on? And I'm like, I don't, like, four weeks. I don't know. And he's like, you, it's okay. Like, you know, so, and then once I came out with it, blurted it out. You feel great. Yeah, I was like, oh, now that I hear it, certainly that's not true. I was at the doctor two weeks ago. Like, everything's, I can feel the baby. Right. Everything's fine. Right. Um, but so from knowing that about myself, we try to be very communicative with birdie and, and cricket, but really with birds because she's the one that sort of tends to have more of this, of the anxiety and stress and stuff. Um, but we're also really lucky because we have a girl that's highly verbal and always has been. She's and is, amazing. And is I've really... seen her in her Yada performances. She's amazing. She's so her. She's so... Oh, that's so funny that you say that. Katie, you've always like known Birdie. I said to Mark the other day, I've never met anyone more themselves than Birdie. Birdie is so Birdie. Yeah, like, she's it's so crazy. Birdie. Like she's just so... Um, it's incredible. Like she's, she, she's a woman of her, like she knows what she wants, her opinions. Mm-hmm. She stands behind them. Like it's, it's amazing. Like yeah. she's so, and she's always been like since she was a little kid no. and cricket is not like that. Like cricket's like, I mean, cricket's very strong and amazing, but cricket is like, she's, she's so like, I feel like she's very like jovial and like cricket just joy personified of this earth. <laughs> she's like she's an angel. Really like an angel. Yeah, I know. She's truly like a, like a spirit that I feel like is just visiting me. And I'm like so lucky to be, had to, to be, be allowed to has, be around her. She's five years old, but she still has such magical thinking sometimes. Like she says things to me and Mark and we're just like, what? are you talking about where did you get that from how does she deal with birdie's rage stuff like does that well that's been tough and that's something that like we're working on as a family we're gonna go back to charts 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 What's to charts? Chart, chart, charts tell me what do i need you know, like a behavioral you... chart we're oh. going we're gonna go back to that um but we're all, but only in a positive way because birdie is very smart obviously but she also, but also like, I need to like take the negative all, for, all across the board, like negative talk. So instead of like, don't be rude. It's yeah. What's up with use, your bad attitude? It's like, Help use, me. What your do I kind, do? use your kind voice, you know, use your quiet, use your quiet voice. These are some of the things that'll be on the chart. Yeah. Use your kind voice, use your quiet voice. And instead of when she starts getting into one of her things saying like, what's wrong with you? I almost feel like she's older than she is. Like, I feel like she's going through, like, teenage stuff now. And how old is she? She's 10. But remember fourth and fifth grade as a girl. I remember what that felt like and the drama. And that was the hardest year for me was fifth grade. Fifth grade was no joke. It was no joke. So that's what she's experiencing right now. It's almost like the pre-hormone surge is worse than when they when actually get their period. They go through puberty and yeah. get their period. So she, so I'm trying to, and it's for me too, because I think I feel like a failure so many days of the week with my kids where I feel like I didn't remember to 
use a positive way of talking to her when she was giving me attitude or refusing no, to do her homework. Say, cool your fucking jets. I want to say, yeah, like, what's wrong with you? Right. And I know you're not supposed to say what's wrong with you because then they start thinking that something's, something's wrong, wrong with them. them. But I know, honestly, but sometimes some... I'm like, what is wrong with you? I don't think it's necessarily... <laughs> I mean, I read a lot of books on this stuff and I feel like we're so... Like, being in LA and being, you know, busy and Katie, I feel like we're very good... We're, you know, we're going to make such an effort to make sure everything is so love-filled and stuff. Yeah. But sometimes, I think, in the stuff I read, we overdo it. And, like, sometimes you have to just be like... It's not cool. Not cool, dude. Yeah, like, we you're do, not being great. Yeah, we definitely do that. But I'm going to go back. She... I know... Just obviously know her so well. Um, she responds only to positive reinforcement. Um, she is like, there is nothing. Birdie is so strong-willed. There is nothing in the world you could take away from her or punish her with that she would care about in that moment. Like if she, if she was like angry about something or like fixated on something, I could be like, I'm taking away everything in your room. You'll have a mattress on the floor. And she'll be like, great. Look forward to it. That I'll is see you then. so, oh yeah. But I'll like, see you then. You know, and were so, you and like then, that? No, uh uh-uh. Was Mark like that? Yeah. That's Mark. Yeah, see, I think my son is Adam, like, 100%. Because I wasn't like that either. My son's very, like, wants what he wants when he wants it. And I was not like that at all. And we we tried when she was little, like, you get what you get, and you don't get upset, the Montessori thing. And she was like, but I'm going to get upset. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are. How do you tell the difference between, this for me, like, what would be, like, normal kid anxiety or normal kid rage and... And I hate even using that word, but like versus, okay, like it's time to like see, see a therapist. Outside yeah. Help. We or, have outside help and we've got, how we've did you know had a therapist for, um, her for a little over a year now because it was untenable in our home. It was like really, and I felt overwhelmed and like, I wasn't capable of dealing with it. And I didn't know, and I want to give, and I'm able to provide these resources. And I like, and I know that I suffered from anxiety that I didn't get help for when I was a kid. And I wish I had, because maybe I would have developed some self-soothing mechanisms and some ways to handle these things um, earlier in life, you know, and it could have benefited me. You might not have had IBS. We don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't have become an actor. Is the truth? <laughs> oh my god! Right. So, what does she? Does she like it? Does she like going? Is she like I don't want to go? No, she likes it. No, she looks forward to it. She likes it. Um, but a lot, a lot, a lot of her friends also see people. I just got a text from my mom literally five minutes ago, looking for someone for her ten-year-old. Um, there's just a lot going on in the world and it's a lot for them to process. And I think for kids that are aware um, and are paying attention. And like you said, Birdie, it does seem so much older than her 10 years. It's wild. She seems like a 14 year old. I know. I mean, I, I only said it because I've babysat a lot of kids, but I really feel that way. When are you going to, does she have a phone? Oh Yeah. When when am I allowing Albie to do that? Well, and I don't what know are the rules. I, I mean, like this is scaring the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, I, and I know you're super open and cool to you know they're on your social media, and I think that's but I fucking have a, awesome. But you know, I have um, but like you know, I have like I have my own rules about that. You have your own rules with what you allow to be on about them. Well, yeah, like what you post. Well, first of all, they both have approval. 
always. Like I ask permission before I ever post any photo of either of them. Mm -hmm. I say cricket, her understanding of it is obviously way less, but I still obviously ask her. I love that. Um, I show her the picture and I say, I was going to, I'm going to post this on my, um, social media. So lots of people are going to see it. Like people that I'm friends with and then people that I'm not friends with in real life. But like, they like looking at my pictures. Is this okay for me to post? Yes. And she's like, yeah. Um, well, Birdie, they bring major joy to my life. So Birdie has Birdie has not only photo approval, Birdie has caption approval as well. Because one trend that I don't particularly love, although again I try to be not judgy, is like a snarky, a snarky like comment that's meant to be funny about like how much of an asshole your kids are. Like I, you know, I and I've seen that like with people who like choose to not show their children's faces on social media, but then are like, but my kid's a fucking dick. And it's like, well, okay, Whoa, what are we doing? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what good. are we I doing? Agree. What are we doing? Why are we doing this? And like, and we thing- can all agree that like, there are frustrating moments in parenting and things are tough. And like, I've posted like Birdie giving me an attitude face before, which she's like approved me. Oh yeah, she posting. loves it. She's all about it. She is. She's like, yeah, post my attitude face, mom. But you know what I mean? So like, so that's one of the rules. Um, If I'm ever doing like a paid post for Instagram and they're involved in it, I pay them. They have an account. That's fucking amazing. Well, they're working. I mean, they're working. Yeah. It doesn't seem right. I mean, like, you know, that's so we, so we have, they have separate account. Obviously they have like separate bank accounts and then we pull like a percentage what they earn that day. What hours like they work that day. Well, no, it's like, I think I just give them 10% of what I make Great. on the post. When is Birdie and Cricket, when are they allowed to have their own social media accounts? Like, when does that happen? Birdie has a private one, like a deep private one that I, that we monitor closely because part of what I felt like was important was that I not, again, like, I feel like knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And so I want to give her like all of the tools and help her. Mm-hmm. And in making good decisions about what, how to communicate on social media and what to communicate on social media. And that's part of the reason too, why like very early on, I um, included them in the process of, you know, approving the pictures and the cap and explaining to them what the captions mean or whatever, you know? Um, So I feel like you have such a good relationship with all this stuff and it doesn't cause you much stress or anxiety. Like, I, I don't, like you're pretty good with this whole thing. I don't have stress about it. Like, I got a little bit, I got really upset a few weeks ago because I did post a photo of Birdie and there were a bunch of people like commenting about her ears, like about her and I start, and I got God. like, and I, that I got panicky and like, I got, you know, I never delete anything from my social media. I've never deleted anything. Ooh. And I have like a thing about it, but Cause you I feel like it should be up there. Like that's why you, put because it I there. feel like if I make the decision to, to put post. it up there, then I'm going to leave it up. It's not, it's something that I've thought about. Do you ever delete comments? Oh yeah. I delete I do people's too. comments. I yeah. delete like the really crazy Oh, movies. I block and delete. Yeah, for okay, sure. Me too, people. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I don't delete like my own personal posts. No, if you make the decision to post, post it's it, out there. Then I've made that and you choice. Need to deal and with I whatever the retribution. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, right. That's great. Well, it's a good rule to have. You need because... to like write this book. Oh, really? I love yeah. your book. And also the book of how to live <laughs> with social media in a way that works for you. Because I think I mean I haven't posted pictures of Albie, not because I don't want to. I'm just completely anxious 
ridden, whatever the fucking word is, with the decision. Yeah. I can't decide. So therefore, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Today's the day. I, I don't know. I can't decide. Like, Adam and I are like, it's almost become too big of a thing now. Well, Pros because, and cons of like, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah. And I think that like, um, do you, you, like, you want to hear how crazy I am though? Yeah. Truly. Always. I don't know if this is like, well, we this is say. how crazy I am. What? I sort of, like, I'm, like, terrified of my kids getting kidnapped, always, and I feel like because they're so recognizable, they have a le- they have less of a chance of getting kidnapped. That's how I've, like, justified a lot of it in my brain. I'm, like, because at, for, at one point I was, like, well, maybe they're too recognizable, and then, like, blah, 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 and then I was, like, no, it's... No, know. it's the opposite. I don't know. You're going the opposite. Way. I'm people going the like, opposite. What if you post a picture of your kid and then people think you're really rich and they're famous and they take you from their school for ransom? Yeah. The other point is, I think the kidnapping, I mean, again, I read a lot of books on this shit, but like since we came about in the age of like kids being on milk cartons, right. the actual statistics of kids right. being kidnapped is like, especially uh, with strangers. Look, yeah. kids are kidnapped oh, a right, lot by right, like right, right, one right. of the parents and it's or an ugly somebody divorce or, or whatever yes. the fuck it is. Yeah. But actual strangers coming to take your child right. is a very well, rare the, thing. How You're younger than, you're 37? Yeah. Um, you're younger than me. I'm 39. But like, yeah, for me growing up, the two things that were the biggest fears were kidnappings and then AIDS. Because we came of like age horrifying, like, yeah, like Ryan White. Also, and like, by the way, have you heard that? Like the AIDS epidemic is up again because they've like stopped teaching AIDS awareness in school because it was dr- condoms Wait. were drilled into me and you like yeah. nobody's business. Yes. I mean, gross, Katie. <laughs> they were drilled into us, Katie. But it was like oh that was my God. serious. It like, was very serious, and and it was and, like you have sex out of condom, you're getting fucking AIDS, and yes, you're gonna die. One hundred percent. Well, they really have pulled back yes. on that. And Birdie it's and like I, having we, a whole I fucking talk to Birdie about AIDS. I just like had Did a conversation. Talk to your kids about sex yet? Oh, yeah, Birdie. You're, I need to talk to oh, you yeah. about all this shit. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm scared. First of all, I know for girls, I, I don't know about Albie. I don't know what we're doing with him, but I do know that <laughs> well, for we're girls. About to, I mean, I'm completely horrified. Like, I watch the. Do you watch The Bachelor? No. I mean, I, it, yes and no. There I'm not was a girl right on now. there who was crying and she said, I have something really dark to say, but like, I, this is so fucked up. But she was like, I was at a frat party and I was, there was wine, there was something put in my wine and I woke up the next morning and I was raped by multiple men and they took photos and I was sexually assaulted. And it was actually like an incredible moment for The Bachelor to have, to be honest, because it was like, not edited and not with to music and there weren't roses involved it was actually like and i was so fucking upset to have a son like i was like adam who the fuck are these guys yeah yeah yeah. what the fuck is wrong with these people like now that i'm raising a son in this day and age it's like i'm so worried about his penis like and the choices he will make Mm -hmm. and how i will raise a son to treat women like i want him adam's like Albie will be horrified at all times. He's just going to be scared of women. I'm like, great. I just want him to be scared of like, I mean, it's just too, who are these people? But anyway, you're raising girls. I'm raising boys. How do you talk to them about sex if you have yet? Um, well, not the five-year-old. Birdie asked me a year and a half ago. She said, I have a question for you. Something doesn't make sense to me. If I have half of your DNA and half of dad's DNA, but you grew me inside your uterus, how did half of dad's DNA get in me? And I was like, well, if we're going to be scientific about it. (laughs) And I was like convinced that somebody had told her at school and she was like testing me. The thing that Michelle had told me and that I had read 
in another book is that like you kind of want to be as like chill about it as possible and not make it like a thing. The talk. Yeah. And so we were just in the car on the way to school and I was like, oh, well, that's because um, there's this thing called sex that you do when you want a baby. That's how you oh, get a baby. You're a g- great actress because that just sounds really believable and throwaway. Yeah. You know just what I mean? Like it seems threw, really subtle. I just threw it seems away. like really good And she's throwaway. like, what is sex? And I was like, okay, well. So you know how boys have penises and girls have vaginas. And I just explained it to her like very plain. And she was laughing hysterically, thought it was like the funniest thing on earth. We like later that afternoon got home, like got into the driveway at the same time as Mark. And she got out of the car and she's like, mom, tell dad what you told me about. (laughs) So birdie. So birdie. And I was like, I told birdie about sex and about how babies are made, how she has, why she has half of. Uh, my DNA, your DNA and my DNA. By the way, obviously Mark already knew because I called him like hysterical after I like <laughs> put her on the bus. And um, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, what'd you think about that? And she's like, it's gross. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need. Renowned for their exquisite tights, Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit. Particularly of note are the chub rub shorts, ingeniously crafted with a moisture-wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing. Perfect for every season. These shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes, offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts. Whether you are at the gym, hiking, or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress, they are your ideal companion. Remember, dear listener, the more you snag, the more you save, with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. I think you're such a great mom. Mm. You really are. I don't know. I feel like I was feeling... I like had a pan- I had a panic attack at the busy tonight offices because I couldn't figure out cookie selling for Girl Scouts. Yeah, I'm like, do all this I was shit. like, what? I don't understand it. And the moms, all the other moms know, and I don't know. And how do you get a thing? And my sister, who's a producer on the show, was like, okay, I'll walk you through the website. It's not a big deal. It's just a website. It, it doesn't mean anything about you as a parent. How do they feel about you working? crazy hours are they used to it because you always have been no because I haven't been and especially for like about three years yeah, between Cougar Town yeah well I did vice principals but yeah. it was so so the schedule was so chill are they cool with coming with you when you like travel for shooting and stuff um well I don't travel like by rule really for that much stuff vice principals was a special case because Danny McBride had said we're we're going to shoot it over the summer so they were out of school. So they were they out of school anyway in Charleston. We had like the best time ever. Oh, delicious. So they don't even really think of that as that I was on a TV show then. Like I yeah, was gone like a few days. They spent in Charleston. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't notice. Do you have any sort of rules? Like I don't go more than three nights without putting him to bed. If you're here, like are they good with being put to bed with someone else? Like how do you deal with all that? Yeah, well, the, I'm lucky here. I only miss one bedtime a week. Good. Generally, I mean, yeah. dreams. It's a dream. Dreams. Um, and that's because you probably made your own schedule. Yes. And then beyond that, that, um, you know, in the last several years, like since Cougar Town ended, I had been offered a bunch of different projects that didn't shoot in Los Angeles. And, you know, to be fair, none of them were, you know, Shonda Rhimes or, Mm -hmm. um, like starring Meryl Streep. So it was like easier for (laughs) me to say no. Um, but it's just not, it's not something that I'm able to do. I turned down like a part, I was offered like a part in a really big movie and I turned it down because I would miss Cricket's third birthday a few years ago. And I was just like, it's just not fucking worth it ultimately. And like, fine, that movie was huge and fine, but like, it doesn't yeah, matter. But the priority shift, it is a real, I mean, I, I didn't believe it before I got pregnant. I was always like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like moms, you know, the baby becomes, you know, the, the top priority, all these things. It's not going to be that way for me. Like, and now that I'm on the other side, it really just is. Well, it is, but it's also like if you're able to, if you have, you know, it's a privilege that I'm able, you know what I mean? Absolutely. In the and, best way. And the, you and, want the, I mean, the yes. priority shift is like in, in no way, shape, form the bad. It's like, 
like I did Broadway and it almost, I started I counting down at show 89, not because it wasn't a great experience, but because only putting my kid to bed one night a week sucked and yeah, I fucking not, hated it. And that's the most, I mean, to me, bedtime is the most special thing. And like, that was the thing that always, even when I was working on Cougar Town, the hours were crazy. Like I felt so lucky when I would get to go put Birdie to bed or, you know, and then when Cricket was born and I went back to work immediately, I was so lucky that I was able to afford that baby nurse who just like came to work with me and the baby and I made my dressing room a nursery and every, you know, break I had, I was like upstairs with this newborn falling in love with her, her little weird magical elf self. She's just wild. She's so wild. Busy Phillips. Yes. What a great name. Busy Phillips (laughs) of Busy Tonight. What, do you have any advice for parents who might be struggling with anxiety themselves because of the world around them or with kids that are struggling with anxiety? Yeah, I think like to not, to, I think that destigmatizing all of this stuff is the, where we're, where we're at now, like culturally. And I think it's so important. It's why I talk about it on social media. It's why I think like podcasts like this are so important. Um, And I think that you have to understand that um, there's nothing wrong with you and be willing to reach out and get help. And if, and if, you know, budgetary constraints are a concern, it's like we're not budgeted to find our kid a therapist. There are plenty of resources for parents, both, you know, you can get, there are lots of books. People love books. You love books. Love books. There's also like a lot. I remember when I first moved to LA and I was so fucking broke and I was so um, depressed and like not well and I really needed a therapist, but I found one who was like, you know, not an assistant's assistant. She was a therapist, but she had just graduated school. And she was looking for her hours. Yes, and she yes. was sliding scale. Yeah, sliding so scale. So I could only give Guys, her look for a sliding, sliding scale. scale. If you need I could it. only give her twenty five dollars. Yeah. And I gotta say, I've been with her now for ten years, and every job I get, I've gone up. And now I'm I'm at her fee. <laughs> at her fee. We came up together. But like when I started, I was like, I have twenty five dollars an hour, but I need a, I need help. I yeah. know I can't do this by myself, and my friends are sick of. They're me and and they can't hear it either. And I really feel like my life is falling apart and I'm not going to be able to, like, honestly, I, I truly don't think I would have had success as an actor or been able to find Adam without my therapist at all. I mean, I think it's just an important thing for people. My sister and I talked about it because she lived in Arizona for a really long time. And she was like, people... Busy people in Arizona don't talk about uh, about like this kind of thing, yeah, like mental that's illness. Melted, mental yeah. people don't talk about mental illness. I'm like, well, maybe we all need to start talking about mental illness. And the thing is with your kids too. Like, here's the way we talk about it with Birdie. Like, dude, we take you to the dentist. You go to the orthodontist. You go to your pediatrician. You get your shots. You're going to this doctor because it's the same thing. It's just for your brain, and your brain needs to be tuned up too. Like, just like your teeth need to be that's great white and clean and no cavities, like, we need to get the cavities out of your brain. And, like, if it's pre- preventing you from doing your best at school, doing your best with your friends, doing your best at home with us, like, what? There's nothing weird about that. Like, no. people are, that's what this guy's job is. He's there to help us. And I'm so grateful for him. Yeah. And so I think, like, if you have a kid, if you see, especially when your kids get older, like, don't wait. Other thing is schools, I know I know that school systems go through different things and so you, your school system might not have the resources available to you, but teachers 
by and large do want to help. And like reaching out and being communicative with teachers is a game changer. And it was something that weirdly I was afraid to do because like tell the teacher, like we're struggling with this in front of home. And again, it's because our representative, we're like, we don't want to show, it's always, it's so innately in us as moms that like, nothing's wrong, don't look over here, we're perfect. Like she's perfect, I'm perfect, we're all good. But also I had a thing just from my own childhood and my own life where I felt like, um, like almost like afraid to talk to te- the teachers and administrators. I didn't want to get in trouble <laughs> like with my own kid's school. But now I've realized like we, especially this year, like being communicative with the, the teachers and the administrators and the school therapist and the people who are there and are, you know, they want your kid to succeed too. That's their, this is their job. It's literally their business, you know? And um, they didn't get into it because they're like bad people. Yeah, I hate children, so (laughs) let me be a teacher. They got into it because they want to, they want to help kids and they want to help kids, um, you know, become the best versions of themselves. And so like to really, as a parent, know that you can find resources within your child's school as well. It's a great call. To, I didn't think about that. Because there's always, and also like talk to your kids too. Like there's always like a teacher that a kid really connects to always. Like whether it's like, like right now my daughter is having like just a total love affair with her art teacher and her art teacher. She's like eating lunch with her art teacher. And like, oh, she's that. just taken this like vested interest in birdie and her talents and abilities. And like, so reaching out to that person and saying like, Hey, have you noticed this? What's it like at school? This is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we're dealing with after school. Because also for a long time with Birdie and her anxiety, it was only manifesting at home. Like she wasn't at school. She was like holding it to holding it, to holding it, holding it, holding it, holding it. And then she would get home and explode, oh, God. you know? And so like, I was like, well, I'm not going to tell the school that she's having Yeah, we can hide this attacks. behind our doors, yeah. But I wish I would have earlier because then I would have known some of the things that were happening and they could have helped me with the intervention at school. Like, hey, are you feeling overwhelmed right now? Do you want to take a walk? Like, right. do you need a break? Right. And I think that that's just, I don't know, valid. It's, it's hard for us advice. to ask. For, no, it's brilliant. It's hard for us to ask for help, even still. Like, it just is. Totally. I, it's like still, even though I know it's like the number one thing to being like the best mom I can be is is asking other people to help me do it. You know what else really At helps? Times. Anxiety. Hmm. Epsom salt baths. Why do I not like that? You post your fucking photos in a bath and it looks so great. And I'm like, I don't think I've taken a bath in 10 years. Do you do Epsom salts? I get like weirded out about bathing in dirty water. Okay. First of all, <laughs> that's insane. Like it's like water with skin cells in it. Secondly, I'm like, what wait, the fuck is this? But think about how like every baby book you read before you have a baby, they're like, set the bedtime routine, a warm bath, Always. and then you I give put them a warm bath every night. Like it makes sense. It's part of like the wind down, and then you lose it. Like somewhere around. I want to say first or second grade, mm-hmm. like the baths go away. Cause you're just like, you don't have time. Throw them in the shower. The kids, Bye. Yeah. The kids like to, sh- kids prefer showers, like right. whatever. We've recently come back to the baths as like a chill down. Brilliant. Chill down? For Is you that- and for Birdie and Cricket. Well, so I, we don't down. take them together. No, <laughs> no, but like you have a bath before you go to bed. I do, yeah. When you're stressed, yeah. and Birdie does too. Yes, and now, and now, if I see Birdie, if I can feel it, it's like a little itch, like from the inside out, and I can see it on her face. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna run an Epsom salt bath for you. Put a little lavender oil in there. Chills well, her out. Chills her right out. Doesn't matter. Your that house. She's almost eleven. She's like, she needs it's a great. bath. 
And sometimes she's like, I don't want to do it. And then she gets in and she gets out afterwards and she's so chill. It's like without fail every time. And whenever I'm feeling like a lot of anxiety. You take a bath. But Epsom salts are the key. I have them sitting next to my bath. Never used it. Going to tonight. Epsom salts also like, I'm, I should be sponsored by Epsom salts. But like, Let's is, there, a, is there an Epsom salt? Council? There has to be. Where's my... Epsom salts? Hello? Yeah, like, I can't even say the word. What the fuck is it? I don't even know. It's magnesium, and it, like, oh, chills I, like, you out. Shit. But anyway, you All have... All I think about it, too, is, like, actors, don't they take baths and, like, a ton of salt when they have to drop a shitload of weight before a sex scene? Yeah. yeah. It also makes you skinny. So there Great. you go. Great. Never even thought um, about that. Two, at least two cups of Epsom salts. You should be careful with Epsom salts in little kids, though. Because you can't drink it. So, oh, like, yeah. if your kid is still drinking bath Blowing water, bubbles in bath water no it's good. not for you. This is a helpful tip. <laughs> a tip. But if you have an older child, like, I have an older child who's not, like, sucking on the water. Bath water. Yeah, yeah, that's what my kids do. Um, no, she's, like, would never dream of it. Um, she can take an Epsom salt bath. And she also has, like, growing pains now. So, it, like, oh, helps yeah, everything. That- this is all coming down the pipe. Busy Phillips, I thank you, you for taking time. I love you very much. Thank you for all of your wise words and advice and guidance and just experiences. Oh we all benefit from them. And we're Great all doing our best. All, we're all just doing our best. Thank you guys so much for listening and for your amazing feedback and tweets and messages and reviews and sharing Katie's crib with your friends and your family. It means so, so much to me. So please keep it coming and check us out on Shondaland.com. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts.